Hi there, beautiful friend. Welcome back to the Beginner Mom Boss podcast. I am so, so, so excited for today's episode, you guys, because today I have a special guest and you guys know that it's been a hot minute since I have brought a guest onto the show. But today I have a special guest. It is my friend Angela Bernard from the Intentional Mind podcast. And Angela, she's a life coach. And you guys, she's like the sweetest person I've met in a very long time. She travels all the time. She's a cat mom. You guys, she lives in a tiny house in South Carolina. And I'm like totally obsessed with her content that she shares over on her podcast. And I just knew that having her on the show was going to be like super great for you guys because I know if, if her stuff's helping me, it's going to help you guys too, you know? So I'm super excited to have her on the show. And Angela is going to be talking to you guys about what it means to live an intentional life. And I think this is so important because sometimes we live our life we we do these things we never know why you know like we we do the hustle we grind and like why do we do all this like we we don't even have a clear idea as to why we're doing the things we're doing and I think once we have intention or we we know which direction we want to take our life and it, it just helps us right like it helps us take the steps that are going to move us forward because like, listen, if you're doing these things right now that ultimately are not taking the direction that you ultimately want to go, then why are we doing these things, right? Like, why are we wasting time doing these things? So I'm so excited for Angela to talk to you guys about that. Before we start, I just want to remind you guys that if you want to grab a coaching call with me, you guys, you want to go deep, you want to go next level in your shop or your Amazon store, and you know there's potential, but you don't know how to get to the next level, then I can help you, girl. Let me help you, okay? Because I have walked the path, you guys. I have been in this e-commerce world for a hot minute now. I'm going to teach you guys what I know. I'm going to teach you guys how I got here. So if you want to go deep in a strategy session with me, head over to my website, julianarabadi.com slash coaching. Let's grab an hour, girl. Let's do it. Let's jam out. Let's talk about the branding questions that you have, how to get more traffic to your store. Um, is your SEO on point? Are your pictures on point? Okay, we can talk about all that stuff, okay? So let's book a call and now I'm going to hand it over to Angela. And Angela, welcome to the show and please tell us what it means to live an intentional life. Let's just start off by talking about what it means to be intentional. Because I think if you asked anyone, like, do you want to be intentional? They would be like, yeah, I want to be intentional. But really, let's talk about what does it mean to be intentional? And I think everyone has a different definition, but what my definition is, is that you're living in alignment with your habits. I mean, your vision is in alignment with your habits. So how you're showing up every day, that's in alignment with who you want to be. That's what I think it means to be intentional. So if you think about like when you're doing something, like why are you doing that thing? Like there's a purpose behind it. So an example would be like, if I'm on social media and I'm like scrolling social media, it was, if I'm an intentional person, then it was intentional for me to be on there. There was a purpose for me to be on there. Maybe I set a time for myself or something. It wasn't just like a mindless scroll, right? So that's a way of thinking about it. Everything that you're doing, you want to make sure it lines up with your greater vision. So what are some steps to being more intentional? Like even as, as a business owner, what are some more steps? So the first one, I have a whole list here, but I'm going to just give you three. So the first one is to get clear on your vision. Know what you want to create like as a business owner, because it's so easy for us to like be looking on social media and see other people living their business and be like, oh, that I need to do it that way. 
and forget who you are and what it is that you want with your life. And what kind of business do you want to create? Because maybe you don't need to create a business that makes $10 million a year. Like you don't need to strive for that. If that's not in alignment with your vision and your values, that's something else to think about. This really hit me recently. I was listening to a podcast and it was um, John Lee Dumas was getting interviewed from Fire Up Nation, Fired Up Nation, is that his podcast? Whatever it is, where he interviews entrepreneurs. And I had no idea about this, like uh, this about him. I thought that he made like millions and millions and millions of dollars just because he puts out a new podcast every single day. He interviews amazing entrepreneurs. Like he's all sponsored, all these things. And I'm like, he must be like racking in millions. Cause I know other entrepreneurs that are making multi-millions. So then I kind of compare in my mind and then, but then I heard him say, he's like, yeah, I make about one to 2 million a year. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I would have thought you'd be making way more. And then he went on to say that he lives in Puerto Rico that he works five days a month, like all out works five days a month to create his podcast. And he spends the other time like traveling, doing whatever he wants. And he said, I'm super happy with this. And his business had three virtual assistants all from the Philippines. And he's like, I'm super happy with this. Like I, this is what I want for my business. All I need is the one to 2 million. Yeah. I know I could make multi millions a year, but I don't want that. Like, this is what's important to my values. I get to spend time with my family. I don't want to work that much. Like, so it just really hit me. And I'm like, that is so cool that you got clear about your vision of what you wanted to create and you stuck to it versus thinking like, I need to create all this. And then, because you know that that comes with a price, whatever you're working on is your time. So get clear on your vision for your business. Like, and think about your values if you know it's spending time with your family, um, maybe you want to work less. Maybe you only need additional um, thousand a month. Maybe you want way more than that. Whatever it is, get clear in that vision because in order for you to be intentional, you need to develop habits that align with the vision. Like you need to know what that vision is, right? Because what I'm doing to make ten million a year is going to be very different from the person that's trying to make two thousand and how much time they're spending on it, right? So get clear on that first. Um, and then I talked a little bit about your values. Knowing your values is so important. Um, I used to see a lot when I did career coaching and I still do some career coaching, but when people would be in a job that they hated, I always knew that it was one or two things that was the issue, like how they kind of got in the situation. It was, or why they were feeling unfulfilled was one, because they were living out of alignment with either their strengths, like they're not honoring their strengths and what they're good at, or two, they were living out of alignment with their values. So some examples would be like, if family is really important to you on a scale of one to 10, 10, family is so important to me, then you want to make sure that your business honors that value first and foremost. And you're not spending more time on your business than your, your family, because you're, then you're living out of alignment with your values. Then you're not being intentional. So just get some words around what your top values are, and then make sure that everything you're doing is in alignment with those values. They're honoring them. And I talk a lot about this, like on my podcast, because sometimes like I need to get woken up around, you know, some of the actions that I'm doing, like it's not in alignment with my values. Like if I say that spending quality time with my husband is important to me, I really value that. Then when he comes home from work at night, me scrolling on my phone or like, even if I'm doing things like replying to a client, that's not living in alignment with my values. That's not the kind of business that I want to create. If the business that I'm creating is taking me away from who I truly want to be in this world, then something's wrong. 
but then it just goes back clear, clear in the vision, clear in the values. So and um, I totally agree with this too, because like, I remember when we started on Amazon, this was back in 2018. And of course, like the goal was like six figures, right? Like, you know, you made it when you make six figures, like everybody, their goal is like six figures, right? And it took us a hot minute to get to six figures. And when we did, like, we didn't go out and buy a Lamborghini. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like all these things that you see posts on social media, like, look at me, I made it. Look at me in my Lamborghini and my lavish vacations and stuff like that. Like, that would be so irresponsible for us to do that because we have to invest that money back into the business and take it to the next level, you know? So guys, don't get like, don't feel like you're less than that you're not worthy of anything because like you're not hitting this arbitrary goals that you've set for yourself, which is another reason why I make sure to be candid with you guys in this podcast, because I want to show you guys another version of life, you know, like my imperfect life where it may sound to you like, oh man, so bougie, she's living in Italy now, but guys, we're in a lockdown. My husband's got COVID, like life goes on, like there's still like all these troubles and like we still have to be responsible responsible with our money and how we invest it in and we can't just yeah and you know? so this is what I want to say Juliana because like people look at me in my life and they're like oh you have this this amazing life where you must have a lot of money because you get to travel all the time because my husband and I are constantly traveling yes <laughs> But this is a life that we intentionally design for ourselves. And when people start to think like, oh, you must have all this money. I'm like, look, in, you know, when I, I'm really like big about like managing my finances and keeping up with the budget and all of that. But in one year, so last year we lived off of less than, it was literally just under $30,000 worth of, to take care of us, feed our, feed ourselves, all the bills, all the things less than $30,000, which is like basically in the poverty standards, 10,000 of that was spent on traveling. Okay. Wow. So we make decisions where we, we drive cars that are fully paid off that we've had for a gazillion years. Like the radio sometimes decide not to work. <laughs> I mean, that is a very intentional thing because we're honoring our values and what's most important to us. And what's most important to us is the freedom and the flexibility. So we've intentionally designed our life that way. And I think we need to realize that we don't need like tons and tons of money to be happy and to even achieve those goals that we want to create. So, like if you want more freedom, like like one of the things John Lee Dumas was saying is that like, you could go live in Bali for like, you know, on the beach for under $1,500 a month, like a bougie life out there. Like you, and a lot of us are spending way more than that to live where we live now. So, I mean, it's like, we just, I think we need to like put things back into like, I guess a reality check versus like looking and scrolling on social media and thinking that like, oh, I need the, the Lamborghini or I need like, no, like, Everything you do, the reason you do it is because of how you think it's going to make you feel. So truthfully, at the end of the day, your real goals are a certain feeling. And I guarantee you, you can spark that feeling in like a way easier way than what you think, you know? And also, by the way, if you want the Lamborghini and the private jets, whatever, that's cool. Yeah. Sure. That's what you want. Not what you, what you think you should have. Like if it, if it, that's what you want that's in your heart like whatever that's totally cool but not because you know you're watching these people on instagram and they look like they they've made it you know what i'm saying because guys it's so easy to look at somebody's like what is it the reels like the 
the TikTok things or whatever. Yeah, but like what I mean is like the, the part of their lives, like the the best part of their lives. Like we're not looking in like the the behind the scenes of their lives, you know. Like we're only seeing the highlight reels. That's what I meant to say, you know. So. Mm-hmm. If you want something, like just make sure it's in your heart. It's like get quiet, you know, make sure that that's what you want, what you know, what you have in your heart, what God placed in your heart, like if you're exactly. a faith person, like whatever, like make sure that that's what you want and what you want for your life. Because I know that you've mentioned, I think on your podcast, um, just about like there's like been these times in our life, like we've chased things because it's what everyone else is doing. Like back in the day, I wanted like the white picket fence, my own house, like work my nine to five. Like that was what everyone else was doing and what they wanted. And I would lose myself in what I wanted. And like you were saying, if you want the private jet, you want all power to you, like get that thing, like make it happen for you, but just make sure that you're just living in alignment with your vision and your values. Cause remember the top regret of the dying is what I did not live a life true to me. I lived a life that others expected of me. So just do a little check for yourself, especially when it comes to your business. I get wrapped up in that all the time. Like I'll look at another business owner and I'll be like, oh, but they run programs in this way and they do 12 weeks and they do. And then I find myself trying to design a program like that. And it's like, Angela, you don't want to be committed for 12 weeks. Like, like you know yourself, you want to be gone. Like that's not for you. Go back to your values. The freedom is more important to you. So just for sure, like you can even do a Google of like values, just words to describe your values. And they can have any definitions you want. Like you make up the definition of that word and just make sure like, these are my top five values. Everything I do, I want to make sure that this is in alignment. When I make a business decision and a move, let me double check and make sure this is in alignment with my values. And that greater vision of, is this taking me to the direction that I want to be? Like, that's really important when making decisions. Totally. I and love of that. course, how it makes you feel. Okay. So the second is aligning your habits with your vision. I talk a lot about setting identity-based goals. And basically what I mean by this is like, instead of writing a goal, like to, let's say it's to launch an Etsy shop or start my Amazon store. Instead of that being like a goal for you, write them and reframe them in an identity way. The research shows that you're more likely to achieve a goal if it is written in an identity way. So how you would do that is you'd write something like, I am an Etsy shop owner. And you really want to start owning this identity because then you behave as so. So then you think in your mind, if I am, if I was already an Etsy shop owner, what would I do? How would I show up? What do I think? What kind of Etsy shop owner do I want to be? So if you need to figure out, because, okay, let's say that I want to be some kind of Etsy shop owner that is successful, right? There is a recipe, I say, for success that led to that person's success. And really what it is, is their mental programming and their habits and their environment. That kind of stuff led to that person's success. So if you have that goal, like, and that person basically is already having that identity that you want to have, then now you need to get the rest of the recipe. If you're like, what do you mean about like what, what habits or like how to figure out what those are? You study the person that already has what it is that you want, like what they say, evidence of what they say is basically um, the mental programming that they have since we were little, like our brains are meant to model behavior. That's how we learn to thrive in the world. 
because of these neurons. Like you're just, you need to pay attention to how your brain works when it comes to like creating a business, like work with your brain, don't work against it. So that's my other tip there. So another thing is like, what kind of mom you want to be? Think about that. If you like, as an identity, identity based goal, it could be like, your goal is I am a present mother. And you make sure that, you know, you have the habits of a present mother when it comes to your business too. Yeah. And then I just want to say something to that, you guys. So I always tell you guys that when I started my Etsy shop, I had a strategy and the strategy was to put up my product and the one thing and kind of treat it like I did with Amazon. So I think a lot of people think when I say I had a strategy, they envision like, you know, like the conspiracy theory board that has like pictures and like lines going through like places and names and whatever. Like that's not the strategy I'm talking about, you guys. Like I I think a better word is intention. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and upload listings every day and look for new products every day and do all these things that all that gurus are telling me to do. Like, this is going to be easy for me and it's going to be passive. And if it doesn't work, like whatever, bless it and release it. I'm, I'm going to give it my best. So just so you guys know, like, I, it's something that I had been thinking about. Like, I don't want you guys to think that I had like 10,000 pages worth of strategies. You know what I'm saying? Like what I really had was intention. Like I set out the intention that if Etsy was to work, it was going to be easy for me and things were just going to flow and fall into place, which they did. So I just Mm -hmm. wanted to bring that up. Because you set the intention, like this is the kind of Etsy owner or shop owner I want to be. I want to be the one that lets it flow. Like it comes easy to me. Okay. So what are the habits I need that line up with that greater vision? So that's the stuff that I mean is like the, the vision is so important. The value is so important. And then from there, you can figure out what actions um, you need to take or what decisions that are in alignment. Because so many of us aren't intentional like that. We like think about what it is that we want, but we don't make sure that we be that person now in our every day. And like our habits aren't in alignment with it. And then that way, like you're not going to create the results that you want, or it'll be very short-lived if the habits and the systems and your environment isn't in alignment with who you want to be. Okay. So tell me more about that. Okay. So let me give you an example. One of the things I heard recently that I loved, it was Will Smith. There was a quote from Will Smith that said that he was an A star, like basically he was an amazing um, actor and superstar actor, whatever in his mind way before anybody else knew about it. And that's what like in your mind, you're owning this identity of who you want to be. And then he still looked at, he had this identity and he still modeled behavior or strategies or tensions, whatever you want to call them of the kind of person that he wanted to be, but it first started in his mind. So an example of this story I just recently heard was he, before he moved to Hollywood or when he just moved to Hollywood, he was like, I'm going to be an amazing actor and I'm going to be getting paid like one of the highest paid actors. So what he did was he looked at movies that were selling that were super successful and he started studying all these movies and what he found was commonalities among all the movies that they had creatures in them and that there was a love story so this is basically an example of a program that he saw like a recipe there right and he adopted that recipe but first he had to get clear on the vision then he had to do some work and study around like what are the programs and then he became obviously an amazing actor but i thought this was so cool cuz you can apply it to anything in your life anything and like the one of the examples i always give is just like my own 
my own dream of like, I really wanted to write a book. So for like years, and now I'm actually being that person. I'm making progress. I surround myself with writers, all the things. This isn't always my story. I would have this goal, like many people do, but I wouldn't show up and be the person that makes it a reality. So I would think about it. But if somebody said, well, like, do you have the habits of a writer? And I'd be like, well, what do you mean? Like, like, do you write? Do you write every day? No. You know, and it's, it's simple as that. So if you're thinking about like starting a business, do you have the habits of the kind of business owner that you have? If you don't, you're not going to create the results and you don't get to create a business that's amazing without like having the habits of an amazing business owner. So it's like, there's so, there is shortcuts in life. I really do believe that. Like it's basically, I've heard someone describe it as like borrowing someone's diploma. So it'd be like you, Juliana, you like, you created, you know, you created your Etsy shop, you created your Amazon store. And instead of me going through all the crap of like figuring that out and making it happen, in a sense, I could just borrow your, your diploma, or I could just get your recipe and start to get the ingredients and use it. So I think it's really interesting to view life like that. Like as business owners, it's kind of fun because if there's anything that you want to create that's involved in your business, you can go borrow someone else's diploma. You don't have to do the 17 years of like figuring it out. Like John Lee Dumas said he spent trying to get to where he's at, you know? Yeah, I love that. Okay, so um, another thing to really think about is like using your resources in a way that really honors your vision. So I'm all about like, I have a vision board. My husband has a vision board. I teach every year on creating a vision board. And the reason I do is because your brain is very visual and it's really just a tool. Like I'm not someone that's like, you're going to put it on the vision board and everything is just going to happen. Like, I don't think that. What I do is I use it as a tool that helps me get focused on the kind of person I want to be. So on my vision board, I have on there, like I wanted to um, create different courses this year. So it's like my identity-based goal around that was just, I'm an online course creator who makes passive income. So that's identity-based goal, right? So I see that on my vision board, there's something related to courses, even like pictures of my mentors are on there. And every time I'm making a decision, like when someone even reaches out to me about an opportunity, my vision board is right there. And I look at my vision board and I'm like, is this decision in alignment with my greater vision? And it's like, no. And I swear, sometimes I need that vision there to remind me. So like, you want to make sure your resources, your time, your energy, what you invest in is in alignment with that vision. So another reason I love this tool is when I want to convince my husband to invest in some program, like I want to buy this program because it's going to help me. It's, it's awesome because he's on board with my vision too. So we communicate what our visions are, our dreams and our goals. So I can be like, look, honey, like if I take this course, this is going to help me be this person that I want to be. It brings me closer to it. And it just feels really good when I'm investing even my money. Like, is this helping me be who I want to be? And like, I'm super intentional about like, even one of my goals this year, um, was being an international hiker. So it's like, I am an international hiker and we're looking at hiking the Camino de Santiago, you know, later if, it, if the borders open up. But anyways, <laughs> so um, even that, like, then I think about how can I spend my time now? Like, is there something else I need to learn? Do I need to do some more research so I can be that person? Um, would it make sense for me to spend money on like some of this hiking stuff to, for me to hike that trail? Like everything is so intentional then, like how I use my time my money, my other resources, who I surround myself with, I ask is like being around this, this, all these people help me be more of the kind of person that I want to be. And that has even like with my faith, I've 
I've just like noticed around how I am with like what I believe in, what's important to me. I was like living out of alignment with that in the sense of like who I would surround myself with. Like it wasn't the kind of people that helped me be more of who I wanted to be. So that's something else to think about too. Very, very important to think about this, is which, which is why like we're both in a mastermind and we surround ourselves with other people that we want to be like, because from a neuroscience perspective, like your brain, it's trained to mock behavior. You don't get a choice about it. Like, even if we think, well, we're stronger than that, we're not going to follow them. Your subconscious is always looking to model behavior. So even like before, you know, it's like when you live, you know, in the North, like in the U S and you move down South, right. You start to say y'all and things that you might've not said before. And it's because of who you're around and you're picking up that behavior. Or like, I would notice a lot, like when I would go back home to like, you know, my family or like my friends from high school back in the day. And then all of a sudden I'd be swearing a lot. And my husband's like, who are you? I'm like, who <laughs> am I? Like, I, cause you default back to that setting and you're not even aware of it, but the neurons, the brain neurons are picking up and copying behavior. So, so important that whatever your vision you have, think about who you need to surround yourself with to help make that vision a, be a reality. Yeah. You guys, by the way, my husband is like speaking Italian to me all the time because he forgets. And I'm like, what are you saying? And I understand a lot of Italian. And sometimes I reply back and he's like, what? And I'm like, you're talking Italian to me. And it's, it's funny because it's true. Like, so you see evidence of that, like just the environment, like how quickly you can revert back. And before you even know it, just how you're, just how you're being. Like, even when I surround myself with people that are like, not very grateful, you know, and just like, can be just like, ah, this, this thing, like, let's say you're out to eat with people and you're just like ungrateful for something, your water, like the ice in your water, like melted too fast or something stupid, you know? <laughs> and then I can yeah. find myself also like being that ungrateful kind of person too. It just is like, because it's, it's contagious. Like the energy of people is contagious. This isn't just some weird woo woo stuff. Like truly like in your, like we all feel it. Like when you're around people that are negative or discouraging, it can bring you down. That's another thing. Like you want to think about you know, as we're creating this businesses, it can be really hard sometimes. Let's just keep it real. Like learning all the things, all of the stuff that gets in the way. Like you want to make sure you're surrounding yourself with people that are going to lift you up. People that, that um, make you believe that it's possible for you. Like the ones that have gone before you. So important that you can see like that evidence because your brain's going to look for evidence around like what's possible. And if you're not surrounding yourself around things that showing yourself that it is possible, keeping that in the front of your mind, your brain's gonna be like not possible for me. And it's not going to like want to keep pursuing. I think about this as like, I tore my ACL. Maybe this is like, besides the point, but like years <laughs> ago I was on a trip and I tore my ACL completely. And everyone's like, you need to get surgery. You have to get surgery. And I was like, no, I don't want to get surgery. Like, I want to see what I can do on my own. And I know that might sound like notes to people, but I'm not the person that's like, if I got an accident, my guts are hanging out. I'm not gonna be like, no, no medical interventions. <laughs> like I'm not like that. But like at this situation, I'm like, I'm just curious, like, what can I do on my own? So what I did was I didn't want to listen to anyone that was like, you can't do that. Or people like stories around there was, I remember there's two other friends of mine that around the exact same time had torn their ACLs and they were getting reconstructive surgery. So they're messaging me and it's like, we're getting surgery, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope, I just can't talk to you right now. My brain cannot be filled with that because it needs to know that it's a possibility for me to heal on my own. So what I did was I filled my mind up with people who figured it out. Like they, 
or maybe they never healed their um, ACL tear because people say it doesn't connect, but somehow they managed to live with it and still do what they wanted to do. So I filled my mind with them, listened to them every day. I was literally programming my mind for who I wanted to be. So I, I did that. And I like to this day, I never had surgery. I can run all the miles, hike all the mountains, whatever. And it's like, I don't even notice what knee bothers me. And people think that's crazy. When I talk to people that are like, do these kinds of surgery on a regular basis, the way it was completely tear torn. But I really do believe in like the power of like being intentional and programming your mind for who you want to be. If you're not training yourself to be somebody, the world's training you to be somebody. So be more intentional about it, you know? Yeah. I guess it's another thing too, like being able to switch like things to the positive, like instead of like, it's something that you say in your podcast, like this happened for me, not like, why did this happen to me? Like, how can you, how can you switch this? You know? Definitely. And I feel like, um, you just have to think like, we're all experiencing the world in different ways. So like the same, like we can be in the same environment. Like they say, like when someone witnesses like a car crash, they, there'll be 10 people that witness this car crash. Right. And there's 10 different stories about what happened. And that has to do with our own experiences, like from the past, how we see the world, right? We all get that. But I think about how really your brain is always looking for evidence to support the narrative you're telling it. It won't even be able to see anything else. If you're, if you're telling it, like, um, like I'm never going to make this vision of my business is it's never going to be reality because I could, there's no way I create a store like this person or whatever it is that you're trying to do then your brain's going to look for more evidence of why you suck, why that's not going to happen for you. But if you flip the narrative, it's going to start looking for possibility and and like doors will start to open for you because now you're able to see opportunity. And before you weren't able to see opportunity because the brain's goal is to like, if you think about the reticular activating system, which is just basically just think of this as like, without getting into like super nerdy brain science, it's basically like um, a gatekeeper. So it's, gonna like decide what comes into your brain and it listens to you like the CEO think of it as that way and that's the administrative assistant it listens to the CEO so if the CEO is like hey like where I want you to find evidence of this or I want you to look for opportunities it's gonna start to look for opportunities and let them in but if you're not being intentional because you're not aware of what even what you're telling your executive assistant or gatekeeper then it's just going to do whatever. And most likely what it's going to do is it's going to, prov- it's going to take the easy route. It's going to um, try to stay safe and that's not going to create your business. Like that's just not going to happen. <laughs> that's when totally. you're creating a business, like you need to be willing to step out of your, your comfort zone, but you need to be playing a narrative that you, that is going to serve you. That's going to cause your brain to look for evidence of opportunities and other ways people have done it. And this kind of goes back to the identity-based goals. I basically think about this as like, uh, you can call it like a mind training kind of script. Um, I've heard it like a personal creed, the I am statements that you have around your goals. If you literally read them to yourself every day and you kept telling yourself over and over, because you're already telling yourself thoughts over and over every day. It's like 90 something percent of the thoughts we have today are the same ones we had yesterday. And a lot of them are self-sabotaging thoughts. So part of being intentional is like reprogramming that, like switching it to different thoughts that serve you. So you think about your vision and you think like, if I was this person, what do I need to believe about myself? So it could be like, you know, like we both follow like, so like, we know that like, 
I think I know that we both were attracted to following her and being in her mastermind because we were like, we don't want to live the life where we're like on social media all the time. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want that life. And when she had said, like, do you want to, like, there's another way, like, I don't believe in like being obsessed with social media and being, we're like, whoa, you're a person. We want to learn from you. We want to be like you. So even if you look at her, that's a belief that she has. Like I can be successful without being on social media all the time. That's a mind programming thing. That's a training that she's doing to her brain. And then what happens is what? She finds opportunities that allow her to self to be successful without using social media. So like start thinking about what are those thoughts that I need to believe? Like what do, how do I need to train myself to be the person that I want to be? Because you do have to train yourself, especially if you're not where you're at right now. What that means is that you don't have the mental programs. You don't have the habits of the person you want to be. That's it. It's just a recipe. You don't have them yet. So what do you do? Like if you like, just like a boxer that wants to be a professional boxer and win a world champion, whatever ship or whatever they do, right? They're going to have to train to be that person. They don't just be that person. And the same thing is true for us. We need to train our mind, you know, set up our habits and our environment. The other thing I want to say that I see a lot with entrepreneurs, because I have them in my groups is that they are, they have these visions about their goals and who they want to be but they don't make time to be that person. Mm-hmm. So like in their schedule, they don't prioritize it in their schedule. What they do is they create this running to-do list of all the things that they want to do. And to-do lists, oh my gosh, like I can go on a rant about to-do lists because to-do lists are basically like never ending. And they basically train your brain to believe that you are someone that doesn't get things done. So I'm fine with like, I want you to be intentional and write down what you need to get done. But the way that you get it done is that you, you prioritize time for it. You make time from it. It doesn't just stay on a to-do list. It goes into a calendar Mm -hmm. and then you plan and you set time for when you're going to be working on that thing. The other thing I recommend is like, instead of saying, um, you know, I want to get this one thing done like today, like finish it. Research shows that everything that we want to get done, it takes three times as long than what we think it's going to. So a lot of times you won't get the thing done that you want to get done, and then you will feel defeated. Then you'll be telling, running this narrative that you suck, that you're not getting things done. That's not going to serve you on your entrepreneurship journey. So instead, what I recommend is that you measure your progress by how long you stayed focused on the tasks you wanted to and what you intended. So if you put down, like, I'm going to spend two hours working on some content for my business or getting some, you know, pick a category. And like, did you stay focused for those two hours and measure that on like how proud you are of yourself? Like you can have an intention that you want to finish something. That's cool. But just make it more be about like staying focused on the task. That's a new way to look at it. So I recommend managing your time that way, putting in how long you want to spend on something. And what I want to say about that, there are two things I want to say. One, and I've said this before, Failure and success are on the same street. The difference mm-hmm. is that success is a little bit more ahead. So a lot of people give up three feet away from gold. So that's one. Two, I, I read a bajillion books, you guys. So I don't remember which book was this. It might've been Atomic Habits. I don't know. But I, he said something like, 
people who are on a weight loss journey that they separated them and the people who were told to think about the hiccups that would come along and how they would bounce from that hiccup versus the people who are just kind of like envisioning that they were going to lose all this weight no hiccups at all so those people that didn't envision the hiccups didn't plan for like a bad day they didn't they didn't stick to a plan they didn't lose weight but the people who knew they were going to lose weight but there were going to be hiccups and like challenges along the way and had a plan to get back up again those people lost like all the weight plus some and again I don't remember the book or guys mm-hmm. I, I like I'm a total bookworm I don't remember if it was the atomic habits but it was something along those lines like they're fighting so, fear with a plan exactly so just be ready like know that if you're starting your Amazon store your Etsy shop or whatever like whatever endeavor in starting life like they're going to be challenges it's not going to be like oh I found out what I want to do and it's going to be rainbows and unicorns from here on out like it's going to be hard it's going to be challenging but if if again like if you're intentional with your life and you know what you want and what you don't want and like you don't want to be the person who's like scrolling through social media like posting and like working super hard to grow Instagram, like whatever, like if you want to have things that are easy and they flow to you, like as long as you're intentional with that and know that things are going to come and they're going to be challenging for you, but you're strong, capable person, you can overcome them, then you're going to be fine. See, and that's an example of a program that you have running right now is like, you know, I'm strong, like I'm strong and I'm capable and I'm going to be fine. Like, even if there's hiccups, like I will be overcoming these hiccups. I'm always studying the people that I want to be most like to listen to what they say, because that's evidence of what's happening in their brain, what programs they're running, and that's creating the results that they have. Um, And everyone that I admire, like one of the common things I say is like, you know, everything is happening for me. And I really believe that. Well, that's because like the people that I admire, they run the same kinds of programs. They say the same kinds of things like, okay, this is maybe there's this hiccup, but it's still happening for me. I'm stronger because of this. Like that's the mindset they have. They keep pushing forward versus the ones that just give up, you know, fail forward. That's the way. Definitely. All right. And so I just have one last question for you. And the question is, what are your like top five books because I know you're a bookworm too so like what are your top five books for like every person should read this five books what would you say they are oh okay I totally put her on yeah, spot you guys like, we didn't talk about this this I is not on the script bookworm, so I'm like <laughs> oh my gosh I'm so excited okay so um one of my favorite books obviously you just said earlier is Atomic Habits I love that book I love James Clear and all of his wisdom so I'm always quoting that book um Another one of my favorite authors is John Acuff, and he has a book called Finish, and I love that book too. Um, it's about obviously finishing your goals, but I love how he gets into the, the research. I'm going to have to talk about that on podcast. Yeah. I <laughs> and then um, he has a new book coming out called Soundtracks, and that's about overthinking. It's a lot about the programming, like the scripts that are playing. So that book hasn't been released, but I'm already on like the pre-order party yeah. people like that's me. So I'm going to say that before it even comes out. And um, the book that I'm talking about, my podcast episode coming up, Indistractable, is one of my new favorite books. And it's all about like overcoming distraction, really understanding distraction more. So I love that. Um, and then I'm trying to think for those who um, are into like, basically your faith and like visioning from that aspect. I've learned a lot and I've taught a lot of people about creating vision boards and getting focused um, on your vision and all of that from Terry Savelle Foy. And she has like some different books. She has one specifically 
on vis making vision boards work. For, I forget the title, but there's like imagine big. So I'd recommend her stuff if that's kind of your jam. Um, and then I'm trying to think of Jim quick, um, his book limitless. I love that book too. Awesome. Cool. Well, Ange, tell my people where they can connect with you. So you can connect with me on my podcast. If you want to geek out about your mind and like really in, being intentional with your life and designing it in a way that honors you. Um, and that's over at the intentional mind podcast. You guys, I obsess like over her podcast. The only thing she only does one episode a week and I totally wish she did one every day, <laughs> like legit, like Thursdays are life because that's when she releases the episode. So, and you guys can totally go back and binge because it's a newer podcast, right? So yeah. like it's easy to binge. Like I listen to her stuff, like on repeat, you guys, especially now during COVID times and being locked up at home. I like listening to yourself over and over and over again. And by the way, you totally got me to create a vision board because everybody talks about it. And I never really Yay. saw like why I should do it. But now I'm like, a girl's doing this. So I'm just waiting for the kids to go back to school because if I like pull up all the magazines and like glue, like it's just going to be a mess with them. But as soon as they're back, we're doing it. Yes, do it. Everybody, want, if you're listening I want, like, right a now, physical one, you know, so create your vision board. And actually, I'm actually working on a new course right now. It's called Clarify Your Vision. And it goes into like how to set intentional goals, so those identity based goals, and then how to create a vision board that aligns. And we like geek out and it brings like the neuroscience. Like, I'm not just about like, you know, just cutting things out and pasting them. Obviously, if you've listened to me, I'm not about that. I'm like super intentional about it. And I love it because my favorite thing is to hear people share their stories about just what they've been able to create since they got intentional with it. Because that's the first step since they got that vision. Well, Ange, thank you so much for coming to the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, Mama, I really hope you enjoyed that episode with Angela Bernard. Don't forget to check out her show at the Intentional Mind Podcast. And I hope that this episode was enlightening for you that you can take this and you start to design the compass that's going to guide your life that is going to bring you to the place where you want to go and that you have intention that from here on out that everything that you do that every step you take every single day guides you towards the place where you want to be or the person you want to become so i really hope that this was insightful to you remember that you are capable you are strong or you can do hard things including designing your own life and until next time may you be wrapped in peace love and kindness and i'll catch you in the next episode bye